Their Opinion, a podcast where two dum-dums sit around and talk around, talk about all things pop culture, and apparently can't talk at all. Um, this dum-dum is uh, looking good and feeling gorgeous, and show Anna. <laughs> it's JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'm back from vacation. I went to the Disney World and I went to the gay bars and I met Thor G. Thor. Thor G. Thor. Ugh, Jesus, gross. gross. Um, she had a clipboard that said, ugh, gross on when she was taking notes. And, um, she was being, <laughs> she was so shady. Um, I fucking love her. Uh, cause she was sitting there. She came out with like her, her, uh, her clipboard that said "ugh, gross" on the back, and was filling out for, uh, filling out like her little notes to take notes so she could talk about things. And she said, "She goes, yeah. Well, they looked. Tony was the guy who was hosting at Mickey's. It was like, oh yeah, like I was like, why, why do you have like clipboards and stuff?" And she goes, what the fuck are these other bitches doing? Apparently Raja fell asleep last week. Uh. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Raja was there. She doesn't need to pay attention. Right. <laughs> they just need to figure out what made the edit or not. Um, but it was great. Thorgy was great. I was a finalist for um, winning a prize, answering drag race questions. And the question that got me out was a bullshit question. Because it was about All-Stars 1, and we don't talk about All-Stars 1. <laughs> no. We don't talk about All-Stars 1. Uh, uh, uh. No. We don't. And uh, But it'll forever be ingrained in my brain that Tammy Brown and Latrice Royale lip-synced to No Business Like Show Business by Ethel Merman. And kudos to the gay who got that off of the cuff. I'm like, what the shit? It took him a minute. We were all sitting there. Thorgy's dancing around singing a song. And then it was like, ah. Oh, yeah, because we had to put our hands up and go, ah, to, to mm, answer questions. <laughs> um, and he went, ah. And they got it right. And I was like, all right, fine. You deserve this. Fine. You get to see kinky boots. And I was mad, though, because the other gay that was there was going to give me his tickets because he wasn't going to be able to go. And you're like, fuck! I made an alliance with the wrong gay. Damn it. So I wanted to see Wayne Brady and Kinky Boots and Kelly Marie Tran. We stand. Um, but I had fun in L.A. I felt uh, rejuvenated and rejoiced and re-something or another and another reward. Um, and then I came back to work and had to work like, you know, 10 hour days and then do rehearsals and only got like four hours of sleep every night, maybe less some days. So when JJ went to call me so we could record, I was asleep. I sleep, I sleep. <laughs> I've had sleep. <laughs> so, I've been asleep. <laughs> that was the text I woke up to. <laughs> you fell asleep? You fell asleep? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I, I went sleepy sleep and still didn't get enough sleep. It was um it was unfortunate, but now we're here and we're gonna talk about all the fun things. All of the fun things because everything else is too sad. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna avoid the sad things and we're gonna talk about the happy things. Well, I mean this isn't really happy though. It makes my heart happy in a way because it is bonkers. And we know we love a messy queen. 
Um, well, are we going to talk about the bonkers of Broadway first before we talk about the bonkers of the fact that Leah Michelle can't read? <laughs> Let's talk about the substantiated things. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can talk about the, the wild, the wild conspiracy theories behind Leah Michelle's literacy. But uh, it is confirmed that Leah Michelle will be taking over... What's her name? Beanie Feldstein? And Beanie Feldstein's... Uh, As uh, Fanny Bryce in the Broadway revival of Funny Girl. I love Funny Girl. It makes me happy. Um, and it makes me sad that Beanie Feldstein didn't do like a great job. That's what I hear. But apparently she wasn't super fantastic. Um, I heard she got slammed for her vocals and stuff. Yeah. But I can't confirm nor deny because I didn't see it. Um, nor have I seen any clips. Yeah. Um... But she was, like, set to leave, and then she left way early due to creative differences. Yeah. But um, creative differences might have just been that they were just paving the way for Leah Michelle to come back and to be like, you, you are coming into this part. But also, I think, like, there's a lot of people that were like, well, also, they didn't want, like, a chubby girl doing Fanny Bryce. But the whole point of Fanny Bryce is that she wasn't conventionally pretty. Like, Barbara playing her was a little too conventionally pretty. I know nothing about Funny Girl. Well, because Funny Girl is, like, the whole point is that she's not this conventionally gorgeous girl who ends up being able to make a name for herself based off of solely off of her talent and her hard work. And then she marries a rich man who genuinely just, like, likes her. But he's also kind of, like, uh, a little bit of a con artist and also like um is really fast and loose with money and they lose a lot like he ends up losing like a lot of money and then i think there's like some tax evasion or something and then he ends up having to go to jail um so like her it's the whole thing and then she ends up still like standing by this man who's like kind of hot garbage and i think that when beanie came on they were like going to kind of take this character a little bit differently and a little bit more modernized and conventional like than like the way it's traditionally done and then they kind of kept like pulling it back into where it's just what we kind of got used to because that's the role that Leah Michelle wants to play and that's the way she wants to play it and that's what the internet like I remember the internet clamoring for why the fuck did Leah Michelle not get this part she was born to play this role, blah, 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 blah. And, she and now the internet's, song. And now the internet's like, why are you giving it to Leah Michelle? She's kind of hot garbage. We don't like her. She's kind of... She's a little problematic. Awful, an awful human being and illiterate? Oh, yeah. Question mark? And then, so, that's, like, the, the gossipy part. But let's talk about the real... The real tea. Apparently, the internet thinks that Leah Michelle is illiterate. It is... And I... When I put this on our notes to like talk about, I like try to do a little bit of research, and it is wild the the things that the internet is like pointing out reasons why Leah Michelle is illiterate, ranging from she was a child star and more than likely didn't receive proper schooling, and so you know to to get her to do her roles that she was hired to do, they would feed her or like read her her line read her to read her lines to her and she would just like mimic them and memorize them that way to like on you know on twitter or instagram 
people are like, well, you can tell when a Leo actually posts because it's only emojis in the, uh, you know, in the whatever captions or whatnot. And if it's, if there's actual words and sentences, like that was a member of her team. And I'm like, oh my oh, God. Oh, and also it says that like, if you see her like doing like a book signing, her pen never actually touches the book. It just kind of hovers above it because apparently she doesn't know how to write the three letters that are her name. Um, I mean, it's fucking like... It is wild. Super, super... There have been like people who are like, watch this clip of her trying to like... There's this clip of uh, um, her and her Glee castmates uh, were on Ellen playing Cards Against Humanity and... The people are like, well, you can tell that she can't. She's not actually reading her cards because she just kind of shuffles through them, kind of like, in not really, uh, you know, in any particular way, and she just kind of picks a card at random, and like kind of blindly like picks a card or whatever, while everybody else is like thoughtfully looking at their cards or whatever. I'm like, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> oh but my that, god. But that would be implying that Leah Michelle cared enough about this random game of cards against humanity with her glee cast to put an effort <laughs> well she has to keep up appearances that she can read i mean no but i meant why would she the whole point about like the things that we should care about leah michelle about or the fact that like she's caused like microaggressions and she's like famously not a great human and lots of people have said oh, mean, like telling terrible her, things telling her co-stars that she's gonna shit in their wigs you know those <laughs> things um and also, you know, she's kind of always had this air of like, I don't really fucking care about this. So, of course, she's not going to put any effort into Cards Against Humanity on Ellen. Well, <laughs> to be, to be quite it. honest, none of them did, really. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's, it's fucking stupid. So, we could say a lot of shit about Leah Michelle, about how she's probably a trashy person and that she might be a little bit racist or at least uneducated about other races and is you know probably not a nice kind sweet person and definitely showed her vagina to jonathan groff for spring awakening which is a little weird and awkward but a little (laughs) but i think it's safe to say that leah michelle probably can read i mean uh, come on the podcast leah michelle let's 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 hash it out let's hash it out let's let's we'll give you a book yeah we'll give you a book we'll It'll be an easy book. It'll be like a Dr. Seuss book. I don't know. Some of those Dr. Seuss books are a lot of, have a lot of words. The Lorax, that's not an easy We're read. We're not going to do Lorax. We'll give her like one fish, two fish or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, that starts off easy, but gets very complicated very quickly. You forget. I've read a lot of Dr. Seuss books. <laughs> and I forget all of the books. <laughs> no, if you want to go like... I'm illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Seuss? Ugh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> How dare you? Cat in the what? Fuck off. How very dare you? Dr. Seuss is my favorite author. Work. Followed very closely by Theodore Geisel. Work. It's funny because they're the same person. Work. Mm. Go kick rocks. Work. Yes. Work, 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 work. Speaking of work... Um, the Emmy nominations came out, and... And they don't work. <laughs> and, no, I mean, there's some really exciting things in here, like Squid Games was nominated, and so the fact that Squid Games is on here and there are actors from Squid Games that were nominated makes it the first ever, I think, international 
like foreign language nominee for the mm. Emmys, which is exciting because Squid Games was great and these actors were great. I do think, though, that we are missing some of these Stranger Things kids not getting any nominations I mean, for the for, for volume one. Specifically, Sadie Sink for, was it the... It was like episode four. Uh, something about Billy. Love letter Dear to Billy. Billy. Dear Billy, yeah. Not love letter to Billy. Billy was a brother. I don't fucking care. Let's just go. Let's do this. They're, they're fucking incestual. Let's do this. What are you on today? I don't know. This, I think this is vodka. <laughs> Sounding like, but anyway. sounding like me at the gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of vodka, please. Um, maybe a little bit more. A little bit more. Okay, thanks. But just a splash. Um, no, but so um, the things that I'm like looking at, because I'm like, we watch a lot of things, but I don't watch a lot of things. I'm realizing how little I've watched. I have watched. Shane and I did actually watch Severance. Good for you guys. Yeah. Well, because I'm looking at like outstanding drama series. We got Succession. I've heard good things. Haven't watched it. Squid Game. I really enjoyed. It's on my list. Ozark. I've heard good things. Haven't watched yet. I have no desire. Better Call Saul. Nope. I have no desire. I barely got through. I, I haven't even got through Breaking, Breaking Bad. Same. Yeah. Um, Severance. You watched. I didn't. I watched all of Stranger Things. Yellow Jackets is one I've been meaning to watch. I hear really good things. And I like the actresses that are in it. And I also have been wanting to watch Euphoria because I hear Zendaya is like transcendent in that. Yeah. And I hear that uh, Homeboy eats ass. As you do. Eric Dane. Oh, but uh, for actresses though, um, Zhang Ho Yeon, I butchered your name and I apologize, from Squid Game. Yeah. She was, this was her first acting gag. And to be, like, nominated for, like... Everything? All of the things. And like, well, and just to her. be, also, just to be so talented, because she was, like, a model beforehand. That's why she's so pretty. When you look at it, you go, wow, you're really know. pretty. I mean, I don't know who that is, but sure. So you agree. She's really pretty. <laughs> Fuck off, Regina! <laughs> but, again, there's a lot of shows that I didn't watch. Um, I really want to get into Ted Lasso too. I hear that's really good. Ted Lasso makes me cry, but like because this is the way people should be treating each other. I also hear what we do in the shadows is actually really hilarious. I've heard really good things. About really the good show. things. Who's the one behind that? Because somebody like funny is behind this. Uh, I know Taika Waititi did the movie. Uh, okay, I think he's involved with the show as well. I'm sure he is. I hear good things about even Abbott Elementary too. Um, Barry. I remember Barry getting a lot of, like, shit. Curvy Enthusiasm is still on TV? Apparently. Okay. Maybe it finally ended. Oh, Pam and Tommy. That's the one that's a little controversial. Because that's the one that Pamela gave, like, Pamela Anderson a nervous breakdown because she had to relive her trauma. Because they made the show about her life without her consent. And it was wild. I think Sebastian Stan's penis started talking to the camera. It was it's just, a It's a lot going to happen. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, what the fuck is the White Lotus? Because I don't know what it is, but it's nominated for lots of stuff. White Lotus is like, I think it's like a... a oh, bunch, Jennifer Coolidge. We love her. She There's like a... It's like a vacation spot that people... It's like a resort or something. And I don't know. Some other guy eats ass as well. I was going to say, it sounds very <laughs> sexual. The White Lotus. I think Steve Zahn is in it, I want to say. Oh, and I wanted to see this one, the Under the Banner of Heaven. Because Andrew Garfield was talking about it, and we love him. Mm-hmm, 
Uh, oh, Oscar Isaac was nominated for something. And Colin Firth. Oh, I love these people. Colin Firth was in what? And Colin Firth was in a show called The Staircase. Or a limited or anthology series or movie. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just reading that now. He was there in things. Let's see. Ted Lasso. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Everybody tells me how good it is, and I go, that sounds like a show that I should watch. And then I forget because I forget. Because of all the things. Because there's so many things. But it's... But it's... uh... Minus, I think the I think the biggest thing that people were like upset about was like the lack of Stranger Things nominations for the actors. Um, famously, uh, Homeboy from the Boys. Well, I, like I said, well before we started recording, but I don't think he was avail like he was Maybe, eligible yeah. because there's I don't see any nominations for the boys. So it could not be otherwise. Anthony Starr deserves a nomination, and I will, I will hit people. <laughs> I will hurt people if people say that he didn't deserve it. The one nomination that is of the boys adjacent is a short form animated th- series thing. Okay, because that was stuff that came out earlier in the year, though. Because yeah. uh, I'm looking at the like complete list just to see if they got like other. I don't know technical things or or whatnot, but work, work Emmys, I guess. Work, 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 work. Hold on, I have a thing. Um, okay, so for the twenty twenty two Emmys, programs had to be released between June first, twenty twenty one, and May thirty first, twenty twenty two. Oh, okay. So there are shows that were eligible. So, um, so Stranger Things and Better Call Saul fell under the same situation of like a volume one being released early while there's a volume two that was released later. So um, for Stranger Things and for Better Call Saul, it was the same thing as that part of the final season was non- was released and then there was a break. And then the second part didn't premiere until July 2011th. So the first half of these shows were nominated. Um so yeah so Westworld The Boys The Old Man and Obi-Wan Kenobi are not eligible this year they'll be eligible for next year's that's another show I wanted to get into Westworld I mean at this point I don't think I'll watch it until things like stop being interesting yeah so that's why so I was correct because Anthony Starr needs to be needs to be just have Awards just shower down upon him every time he does stuff because he's so freaking talented. Yeah, we got to see it really in this uh, this current well, not current. This is oh. just this past season. You know what? I was watching a video of like, and they was talking about like fan. I think it was a double toasted video, and they were talking about uh, rumors and fan casts for different Marvel characters. And mm-hmm. one of the ones that they put forth was Anthony Starr from Mr. Fantastic. I heard that. I've for also Reed Richards, heard... and I was like, I like it. I've heard even his name thrown in for, like, who's... I think I've also heard it for, like, Victor Doom. Victor Von Doom. Maybe. Wolverine? 
No, I don't like it. Who am I thinking of? I can't remember. No, I Again, don't know. illiterate. <laughs> We gotta get you more Dr. Seuss books. Right. Gotta start somewhere, kids. Gotta start somewhere. Um, But yeah, those are the nominations. Those are things that were there. Um, Speaking of the Stranger Things that we talked about, um, it has been confirmed. Will Byer, he's gay for for Mike. I mean, it was pretty clear. It was was pretty pretty clear. Um, At the beginning, it was like one of those, like, well, maybe, maybe he's just awkward. And you're like, by the end of the, the series, though, for season four, or volume four, you're just like, oh, no, he's just gay. Yeah, he, I mean, first off, the, that haircut is a crime. Um, some gay really pissed him off. <laughs> but, uh, or he pissed off some gay with that, with that haircut. But um, I wonder, can actors do that without like the show runners or producers or writers like chiming in and saying oh, well, things? Well this is Netflix not Disney so he's probably still alive. If this were if this were Disney or like a Marvel property his head already would have exploded. I mean. Kevin Feige would have had him shot. <laughs> I mean what's his face from uh it's, Both. Oh, it's, it's Tom Holland is the fact that Tom, Tom Holland is still Holland and alive. Like, Mark and Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, like live streaming. What was it? Endgame. No, it was Infinity Thor, War? Rag, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. That was uh, that was Mark Ruffalo, but that was to be fair, that was a mistake. I mean, and Tom Holland, he's gotten older now. He's he's definitely better, and they just make him go everywhere with Benedict Cumberbatch whether they're in the same movie now or not. Just like, right? This he is just your needs, handler. This is, yeah, exactly. Well, no, now he goes around with Zendaya and Zendaya's like, oh. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you fucking dare. Don't you ruin both of our careers right now. We'll never work again. We'll never goddamn work again. But, yeah, I mean, the internet called it. Everybody was like, yeah, he's... I think this was one of those things is that he probably, though, got the, like... He said it, or maybe he asked, and they're like, hey, can I talk about this? And they're all like, if they didn't figure out that Will's gay, there's a problem. Because they're illiterate, like Leah Michelle. And me. And JJ. <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, but, boy. Oh, boy. But, yeah, so I'm excited to see how that goes. If uh, Will's going to profess his love to Mike. Or if he's going to find somebody else to be in love with, or if he's going to be a closeted homosexual like you were in the eighties. I mean, I think that's why. A lot, I think he, while he was doing like press junkets around, people like have been coming out to him. It's like, especially uh, now that he's confirmed uh, well sexuality, that like they really. Related to the character, especially like you know, ha- having to be like a closeted, you know, person back in like the eighties. This was n- not a hugely, ex- you know, tolerant time of our. I mean, you could argue now is not really very tolerant either. But regardless, uh, I, I remember reading a lot of. Uh, I can read, haha. Um, uh, like you articles. Lie to our <laughs> oh no! What are they going to do to me? Cancel me? But um, 
Yeah, people are coming up to them and saying, like, oh, we really relate to the character and, like, you know, the that feeling of being closeted and, you know, seeing the hurt and, like, that, having that kind of journey is, yeah. um, you know, that that was a, for, a, you know, a certain, for those, those in the community of a certain age, that was how life was. And so to kind of see it on, like, a Stranger Things, such a, fun, like, a cultural phenomenon is really neat. Yeah. Like you said. And we love the gay. And we love gay things. We love gay things. Uh, speaking of gay things, let's talk about drag. Let's talk about drag, baby. I'm going to put the timer on. It's going to be 20 minutes of absolute bullshit. Strap yourselves in. Let's talk about, about drag. drag. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about drag. Ready, set. Oh, wait. You have to do the thing. Do the thing. Let's do the thing. This is the Drag Race Funny where we talk about Drag Race for 20 minutes and 20 minutes only because when left to our own devices, we will go on forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. Timer starts now. <laughs> bow, bow. Bow, bow, bow. Okay, so we got two weeks of bullshit to talk about. Um, I want to talk about the uh, the John F. Kennedy roast sh- roast of shade honorees imaginary event <laughs> house down boots. Can we talk about the actual star of the show, Miss Wintergreen? I love Wintergreen so much, and I'm so happy they brought her back in the glow up. She was beautiful. The glow up, and she was in heels. And I love, I love that you know that Miss Wintergreen stayed in that in those heels for that entire fucking time because you can see in Untucked every time it was on a like the camera switched to a certain one, you can see her it was reflection. Indirect you can see the, the reflection of her sequenced gown. Her sequenced gowns oh oh my so god because all of a sudden i was like what the fuck is that lens flare and then i was like oh my god it's winter green's it's winter outfit. Green's outfit. <laughs> it's so good also i love that they got to have a minute for like to sit down and talk to like talk to her like in untucked because mm-hmm. i thought that was really cute and those really yeah. sweet. they're like we love that you're like a like a butch dude married with a wife and like some kids and like you're just like in my spare time sure i'll get up in the drags because it was cool and then they they straight up go okay sarge we need you to get back on this camera and they literally put her back to work absolutely fierce i mean uh i i wonder obviously famously wintergreen is uh peppermint's Drag drag daughter from the makeover challenge in her season um do you think raven like put her up in drag who put her up in drags I was watching a video and they, who did they say? Because they said it didn't look like a raven face. It looked like it wasn't a Chanel face. Oh, mayhem. They think mayhem okay. put her in drag. That I think it was, a mirror, it was a mirror makeup girl. video and they're like, that looks like a mayhem face. And I mean, she's a local girl. She's a local sense. girl and she's done makeup and stuff. <gasps> Have you seen the preview? For the secret celebrity drag race for this I new season. I saw the thing earlier when I was with my students and I did 
didn't click on it. I was like, I'll get to this, and I did not. Okay, so they're doing a completely new format. I, re- I know that it's like... very The Masked Singer. Yes, that's what And I it's very, like, high production, which they couldn't do last year because of the COVIDs. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God, I was watching a YouTube video, and they called it The Vid Diesel. The Vid Diesel? Instead of COVID? Because you get, you get, uh, when you talk about COVID, you can get like, lose like ad revenue and stuff because you can't monetize your shit. So they called it the vid. People call it, you know, oh, I got the vid. And so they call it the vid diesel instead of vid diesel. Okay. I just thought it was funny. Okay. But, um, well, but because I know. I'm of, illiterate. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> um, but, uh, because of the Kobe's. They couldn't do anything big or grand, so we had the super secret drag race, celebrity drag race that we right. did, which was cute. She was fine. We got to see uh, Miss Vanessa Williams turn it in her. Turn it. Oh, no, we got we got to see her pull out her tracks, which is even better. Absolutely. This bitch oh, yeah, was like, right. I'm gonna win. <laughs> I'm gonna win, and I'm gonna do what it takes. And I can't remember who it was that was also on that episode, but they're like, we're not, we're not rich, like. Ms. Vanessa Williams. This shit costs money that I can't replace right now. Honestly, it was a comedian? It was a comedian. I don't remember who it was, but it was funny. But I like I thought it was a cute little turning the party thing. I'm really excited to see them like get these like celebrities up in drags and do like a competition. Um, That's fun. Yeah, and so they're gonna come out and but the thing is is that they're not gonna know who the celebrities are. They're just gonna right. come out and drag and perform. And then People will get cut each week, and then you get to find out who's this celebrity under the drags. Oh, so you can... It's not literally... They're not literally wearing a mask, like in the mask. No, they're in drag. And they're... I mean, because some people, like, we've seen some crazy transformation, like Bosco from Bosco out of drag to in drag. (laughs) Those are two completely different humans. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Same Same thing with with Willow Pill. I was going to say Katya. Katya in and out of drag is yours just like oh that's how's that even the same person I was gonna say uh, a willow pill in and out of drag are two different people um, so I think it'd be really interesting to see how they like really like carve out the faces to make them like look really mm-hmm. different and for them to be able to perform week after week so I think she's gonna be a show on the Paramount Plus on the Paramount Plus on the Plus on the Plus cause I don't think it's on the Wow I think it's gonna be Paramount Plus so it'd be more widely available um, so you know those extra hundred people can 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 watch right. it. <laughs> the re- the only reason I have Paramount Plus actually that's a lie. I used to have CBS, uh, mm, the CBS yeah, yeah, network yeah. on my on my Amazon, and then it switched over to Paramount. Correct. And it just kind of just continued to roll over. I was like, oh cool, Paramount. Sure. Awesome. Now I can watch Neat. Drag Race. <laughs> right. Because that's that's where All Stars lives. That's where All Stars lives. Um. But I thought that was cute. And I was like, this will be adorbs. I'm here for this. Um, I don't know, but that's why God created the internet. God created the internet. But, yeah, the, the, because the the most recent episode was the roast. I often will come across clips of the super secret, uh, celebrity in drag race roast that they did with uh what's his face um dustin milligan and alex newell mm-hmm. and they and 
I forget, like, oh, what's the third guy? I forget who he was. But he was, like, I think he was, like, some sports dude. Some sports dude that was, oh, I think he was, like, the one of the hosts of oh, American Ninja, Ninja Warrior. Warrior yeah. yeah. Oh, Friday, August 12th at 8 p.m. Okay. Oh, on VH1. Oh, this is going to be, like, broadcast. Like this will be on the real on... real station. Oh. So that funny. means I have to work harder to find it. Oh, that is fair. That I is hate true. opening this on VH1 because I don't want... It's the one channel I don't get. <laughs> they don't have an app that I can just... Well, they do, but there's, like, even more money. And I was like, I can't spend another... Buy another app just to watch Drag Race. It's a lot. It is a lot. Oh, but it says, um, uh, do do do. The it also promises appearances by several RuPaul Drag Race alums, including regular Supreme Queen, Queen Supreme mentors. Apparently, I'm also illiterate. <laughs> Brooklyn Heights, JJB, and current All Stars Seven contestant Monet Exchange, Monet who will oversee Schoen. the performers' transformation. Yeah. Um, as they compete to win $100,000 for a chosen charity. Eureka, Gottmik, Katya, Morgan McMichaels, Morgan Silky, Nutmeg, Ganache, and Violet Chachki will also stop by as special guests throughout the season. Interesting. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Mama Rue heads up the judging panel for season two. As do longtime judges Michelle Visage, Carson Cressley, and Roz Matthews. It looks like they'll have all of them there for the whole time, too. Okay. Rather this, than switching. Yeah. Well, because I don't think this will be like an every other day thing like that they're filming. I think it's going to be like, they'll probably have this shit wrapped up in like a week and a half. Oh, okay. They'll film the entire season in 10 days. Like, <laughs> like, like according to Willem. According <laughs> to Willem for UK, too. <laughs> UK, huh? Also returning to the table is RuPaul's signature, Reveal Yourself, because that's how they get out of Jax. Right. To find out who they are. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I enjoyed the first one, even though it was pretty kitschy. And celebrity was a loose term. Minus, like, a couple of, like, well-known names. Vanessa Williams. I mean, Alex Newell is... Like Alex Newell. He's, he's gay famous. He's gay famous. Vanessa Williams is actual famous. He's actual famous. Um, I think they had, like... Did they have, like, a social media star on there? And I'm like, who the fuck is this? Oh, yeah, no. It was like, I don't even think you're gay famous. <laughs> like, not today, bitch. But that's fun. Yeah. Oh, who do you think's going to win All-Star 7? Okay. Who do you uh, think is going to win All-Star 7, and why is it Jinx Monsoon? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it's going to be Jinx. Um, but if if it's not Jinx for some reason, if they pull some Mario Party shit and, like, award... What if they were, like... Oh, my God, what if Shea Kool-Aid came from behind and won? Right? And just, like, they gave her, gave her like, just random stars, like, oh, the she, most she overlooked a, queen or some yeah. bullshit. She, she gets, like, five stars out of, a like, a wig full of rose petals. Oh, my God. <laughs> but. You hear Whitney Houston playing in the background. You're like, what's going on? Shea Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> just to traumatize this poor girl and continue to do that. Poor 
Um, but it's gonna be Jinx. It's like she's clearly like has the most stars. She's won the most challenges. She, I would say it's gonna be Jinx. I, I mean, I would have put it past Trinity. I was gonna say Trinity's always really good at Drag Race. But Jada's also doing pretty well for herself right now. But she was gifted one of her stars. Correct. But she is a skinny little bitch. Jada has this all such a skinny, skinny little bitch. <laughs> She's such a skinny little bitch. She wears the backings of uh, earrings as bracelets. <laughs> oh shay. It's so funny. No, I think the best readout of all of that was that Jada Essensal is a, is such a skinny little bitch that when she looks in a funhouse mirror, she sees Monet, Monet Exchange. And Monet went, wait, what? She's like, ha wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, a good one, I, the one I remember is Vivian, where she's like, she was t- saying that um, uh, uh, Monet's, talking about Monet's mom and how oh no that was Trinity joke was that a Trinity joke I thought that I, was because, a Viv. no it was Trinity because Trinity said um and on to my twinner I wish your mom had swallowed no it wasn't that oh. it was the one where it was like oh at least at least her mo- Monet's mom the, could deliver a joke. joke oh no that was also a Trinity Trinity was that went, also Trinity Trinity went in on Monet and cause she really was well. like as Monet exchange at least your mom delivered one joke that's it I wish she had swallowed I think was the follow up to it and then she came in um cause no uh, my favorite was the callback joke from Jinx <laughs> Evie Oddly's dick is so big that when I was doing a line of coke <laughs> off of it I had time to stop and reflect and go I am becoming my mother <laughs> that's so good uh, I mean, she can, obviously she's gonna kill that challenge. Um, oh no, my other favorite was a, was Russia's. Um, RuPaul and I go way back to the <laughs> beginning. Um, I got her autograph. That uh, that handprint is still on that cave wall. That's good. And I was like, it's good. It's good. one, it's a good RuPaul is old joke, and that's also going. I'm making the first old joke about myself joke. Right, right, right. I get you. All you're gonna say is that I'm, is that I'm old. Oh, and Monet said, uh, she goes, I mean, Raja's always talking about her Sauvignon Blanc and her wine and this. <laughs> Clap once if you need help. I'm talking to your liver. To your liver. I thought Evie got a good jab at jeans with the hairline. The hairline joke. The hairline joke was her best joke. <laughs> it was really good. She's like, that's the, the problem. problem. <laughs> it was it was the impression that did it. That was good. That, that was, was a really good, good jinxy impression. I think they all did really really good. I mean except even for, except for Jada. <laughs> I mean even Jada was you were still able to kind of laugh at her and laugh with her because she was like acknowledging the the shittiness that happened and uh and just like because Jada shines best when she's just being herself. Yeah. And that was her just kind of genuinely being like well. They got Miguel. I got. I done fucked up. This is kind of shit. Um, but uh, I don't know. I I would say that um, if we put if we were to average the the challenge and the runway, <gasps> I don't think this runway was so good. Yeah, and I don't think that I don't think that Trinity should have been in the top. I think her runway her runway hindered her. her a ba- solely on the fact that her runway looked so like cheaply put together. It looked like she put lights together. Although, um, again, I was watching the Mirror Mangle talk about the runways, and she goes, 
the Vivian's outfit, the wings probably cost her a lot of money. And she goes, but I have that, that, that dress she's wearing. And the fact of how inexpensive that piece of fabric is that is on her body makes me hate it even more <laughs> because I know how much that dress costs and it costs nothing. <laughs> and she just puts some lights in it. And honestly, I didn't mind the, like, I loved her I thought wings. the wings were cool, yeah. The wings were great, because we hadn't seen that kind of wings before. And I do agree. What the fuck was that hair that she that was That hair. No, 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 no. The no. cut was bonkers, and that color the didn't color make sense. The color was weird. Like, that wig alone kept her out of the, the top. <laughs> she was pissed. Yeah. You can see she was pissed. She was like, oh, not me? Yeah, because of that wig. Okay, but we need to stop. We need to back up to the week before. Because I did not get to talk about the fact that that spoken word lip sync to that Ooh. Designing w- Women uh, episode was Iconic. amazing. Iconic. I was at the Drag Race viewing party in WeHo for that. And when I tell you, the gays went off. Mm-hmm. They went off. Oh, yeah. They were screaming. We had the entire bar yelling things out and like like hitting moments it was so good and i in the words of trinity the tech i live i live i'm plastic i live (laughs) it was so good and i think what's great about that is that honestly like Drag queens do that kind of spoken word shit all, all the time. time. What would have been great is if it went into a into like a number or like through. a music mix. Into but it. I think yeah. that it would be. I think that this is the starting point, and then we might start getting bits where it stops and does little mixes, and maybe those will be like final things to be able to do. Like to get to the finale, or <gasps> that would be a great like lip sync for the crown to be like step one is to do like this mega mix and then you do like your your mm-hmm. other number for the crown. Yeah. Oh that'd be sickening. Love, love. That'd be sickening. It would be amazing. But that design if you have never heard the Knights Went Out in Georgia monologue from Designing Women I need you to pause this and go Google that shit because it is so iconic. Um, it is so great because it's um, she is talking about her sister who has she has gained some weight. She's not like the beauty that she once was, but she was the Miss Georgia back in the day. And it just going about talking about how wonderful her performance was, not knowing that her sister was actually listening behind her. While she's right. telling off this new Miss Georgia, who's like, eh, she's fat. Eh, we don't care right, about right, right. her. <laughs> Whatever. And she just goes off. off. But it's not in a yelling thing. It's very, like, controlled and and precise. And then but, she like, just turns. Cutting. Yep, and cutting and biting. Uh, you know, uh, uh, and when she came out for the swim sh- sw- swimsuit portion, Three contestants quit on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) And not only did she twirl a baton, that baton was on fire. And when she threw that baton, it hit a transformer and it showered the sparks with uh, the, it showered the stage with sparks. And my sister caught that baton. (laughs) 
And oh god, it's just so good. And it's I've never just... seen an ep- a single episode of Designing Women. And but you I, know, I, I know that. But you speech. know about the night the lights went out. I know about the lights and yeah. how they went out in Georgia. And that, Marjorie, just so you know, and so your children will someday know, is the night the lights went out in Georgia. In Georgia. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know. Well, now you know. It's so good. And Monet... She killed it. She killed it. Jinx did a great job, too. Jinx played it more straight as far as, like, what the character was doing in that moment. And Monet kind of made it her own thing. And according to Bob, Monet has done that a lot. Like, she's done that bit a lot. Like, that is, like... Oh, Monet Monet knows the gang. Like, I'm sure Jinx has done it a lot. Like, all of the girls have done it. All of the girls have done that. But Monet's like, this is... Oh, no, this is, like... Oh, I need something to do? Let's go out in Georgia. Let's just... Let's throw a monologue here. Monet can do a really good sassy. She can do a sassy. She knew all of, like, the hit points of where to, like, flare it up and make it fun and silly. Like, when she fanned her... her When she fanned her post when, uh... You know, her post was on fire. Uh, And, uh... Was on fire. Fan, fan, fan. Um... Oh, it was just so, it was so good. good. It was so, so good. good. I loved it. I loved it so much. And we, we now what? Have one more, one more challenge, and then the finale. One more main main episode, and then the finale. And there's no block. There's no plunger this week. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't remember what they're doing. I forgot. It was. It was Atlanta. Ha <laughs> I kind of timed that. <laughs> you cheating whore. And on that note. Hello, we are back from the break, y'all. We're back. We did it. We did it. And now we're back. And we're sexy. We're cute. We're popular. We're bitching. Get hair. Little boys all like to stare. There's a time when I knew all of that. It's been a hot minute. I think we all at some point knew that. Oh my god, that'd be a really great monologue to do for Drag Race. That would be a great one too. Um, but anywho, let's talk about Miss Marvel. Let's talk about Miss Marvel who finally had finally. A finale. she had a finale. She had her finale and she taught us about partition and then she came back and Right? <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh... I watched so I didn't have time to watch it like at my home last week because as you heard, my home was, I came home, relaxed for like five minutes and passed out and then would get up and go work. So I watched it at work, like on our lunch break and was like, please nobody bother me for these next like 45 minutes. And so I didn't hear the tag, but I freaked out at the mutants part. And then when I was like watching back on like reactions or people talking about it, they're like, put the tag. And I was like, what? And I went back and I watched that part again. And it's like, (sighs) And I was like, I love that this is how they're bringing in mutants. I also love that this show really stuck the landing for a finale episode. 
I thought this it was really, really strong. It really it tied really all the strong. pieces together. I think as overall as a series, I think like it has it up its ups and downs. Um, like I think the clandestines, like there could have there, there's probably more to them, but I wish we. I almost wish we didn't have them. Like we didn't need them. I mean, I think. I mean, because I get that they needed a way to get Cameron to get his powers. Yeah, and especially since we're not, we're kind of revamping their or because wasn't he? Because Kamala and Kamran's powers were they're inhumans. In yeah, from the whatever Terrigen Mist thing. Yes, I actually. <laughs> while I was in Disneyland, while we were waiting in line for Space Mountain. I read the first two issues of the comics of this Marvel. for you. <laughs> um, so I was like, I understand this shit better now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we didn't meet Cameron in those in those issues though. Right. But I got to understand like also what exactly the Inhumans were. Kind of a little bit of idea of like the little Inhuman bits and stuff. And like so, it was really cool when she said "embiggen" because that's how she gets her powers. Because that's how she activates her powers in the comics. Right. She'll say "embiggen" and she'll get bigger. And I was like, "She said the thing." She did the thing. She said the thing. Yeah. I would have cared less if I hadn't read those issues of the comics. I just knew I was aware of that. That was the thing for her. Like I knew she, I knew she had embiggening powers, but I wasn't one hundred percent that she said "embiggen" all the time. But she, she did. She said "embiggen." Then she said "embiggen." I was like, she said the thing. And um. So, but going back, I agree, like, I get why the clandestines, I just wish the clandestines were a little less cartoony, I guess. Like, usually, like, like, I don't have too big of an issue with, like, when it goes, like, a little cartoony with things, but I felt like this went full cartoon villain, as opposed to, like, mostly cartoon villain. Um, because I, I like that I it had the some partition. Of the other, I think some of the other... I think Najma, I think, had an interesting, like, character. Oh, I think the second, the, to, others... yeah. the second to last episode definitely, like, developed her a little bit more, but I still, I wanted more. I'm a filthy whore and I want more. <laughs> Just give me more information. Give me more things. Um, I think that's what my thing is that it was, I was lacking. I wanted a little bit more stuff to dig into and understand about those characters. I'm not mad at the show at all. I think the show is wonderful, and I hope more people watch it. Um, but I, uh, I just needed more. But I thought this last episode really did a good job giving me the more that I wanted, and tying up some loose ends, and still sending us off into you know the Marvels. Yeah, beautifully um, so. Also, so at the very end, that end credit scene where mm-hmm. like her bracelet glows funny, and then she, she like, like turned. She like. She switches so, places with yeah. Well, Carol so and, for a hot second when she pops up, because that's how she looks in the comics for the first part of the issues is that she while she's figuring out who she is during that uh, that first run of the comics, um, when she's fighting crime, she looks like Carol Danvers, mm-hmm. and like completely blonde hair, white skin. You know, tall, skinny, whatever. And so when it flipped for like for a hot second, because I just got done reading those issues, I was like, I was like, did she turn into Carol Danvers? And then when she looks around, I was like, she switched spots with Carol Danvers. Yeah, because it wasn't her. It was clearly Carol Danvers who's like, I don't recognize any of this. Yeah. And realizing like, oh no, if I'm here, 
who the fuck is who the fuck is over where I was just at and I think that's a really great premise to start this movie and I hope that that's like the start of the movie like that's the impetus that gets like the storyline going or something yeah either that or we see a little bit of backstory of what the fuck Carol's doing and all of a sudden she's like she vanishes and then then Kamala Kamala Khan pops in and you're like oh shit that's where we ended then you're like, oh, Carol. And now you're fucked <laughs> because you, Carol was probably doing some badass shit and was like, well, no, yeah. Carol. Well, you're like, well, Carol's living the best life because she has the cool is living with the coolest fucking family on the planet right now because Kamala's oh, family That's is right. amazing. So you're like, oh, well, I want to go back with Carol because I like that family. Actually, that was the saddest part for me is the show ending and I was like, I don't get to hang out with Kamala's family anymore because they're so sweet and they're so fun and. Her mom made her her costume, and it made me feel things. And then her dad really gave her her name. Her name that was really sweet. And it was like, oh, I love this. I actually, I really lo- enjoyed this show. I think yeah. it's, I think it's for me, kind of in my top five for. For the, the Disney Marvel shows, shows, for the yeah, Marvel shows, for the Marvel shows. Um, I think so too. I think it's for me too and maybe we'll do another end of year ranking maybe not with all of the Marvel shows but at least the stuff that came out this year right we'll rank the things again like we did last year but right now this is a really high contender for me um it was beautifully done I love like all the culture that you uh get to absorb and just like the history between like Pakistan and India yeah and just like seeing like just the positive representation of a Muslim um, character in the MCU, uh, I mean, on television in general. Oh, okay. On YouTube, there is a YouTube reviewer, and it popped up on my feed of things I might want to do, and I watched his reactions. I think, I want to say his name is Nazir, and he is currently li- living in the uh, United Arab Emirates, Emirates and he is, um, he is the Muslim, and he's also, like, a big Marvel fan, and, you know, is fans of all of the different types of content and to watch him watch this show and to be able to like see the authenticity of what the show is bringing forth like there'll be times when they were like saying things and he would respond mm-hmm. and he was like oh I'm sorry that's just like I was automatic mm-hmm. like I just went with it or to see like the way the characters were behaving and for him to be like oh yeah no that's 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 like, real life. Yeah, that's like a actual. That's a glimpse into like yeah. what it is like to be a Muslim American. And for him to be like, like for to really like, for people who don't understand the concept of what representation means to people, like to watch that for him to be like, oh my god, we we're seeing a a Pakistani family being represented in positive light. We're seeing, uh, you know, Muslims being represented in positive light. We're seeing. A mosque being represented in a positive light. We're seeing this foundation of these people and they're just living their lives and it's not the butt of a joke or Or they're not like like, a terrorist or they're not bad people. I mean, there are people who are bad who also happen to be of, you know, similar ethnicity or background, but that's because that's where it was taking place in Pakistan. So, of course, you're going to have 
people who are bad who are, you know, also Pakistani. But to have that be like... Because that's how narration works, and that's how stories work. There's, but I mean, but it wasn't like... We're not hitting the point of like, it's oh, not like all, a, of, all of the people from Pakistan are bad. Or yeah, that it wasn't... It's not an overgeneralization people, yeah. of like a group of people, for sure. Yeah, and so it was just really great to kind of see like this done. other... This person who can relate on it on a more personal level, than and that's I an can. adult person. Like, yeah. Imagine like Muslim children like w- watching this and, and like seeing themselves being kind of portrayed on. Oh yeah, no. Show. At one point, he he like said that he goes, yeah, my nephew who's like eight, uh, texts me from his mom's phone to say that he watched my video of me talking about this show, and he said he was so excited. Because there's a there's a superhero that looks like him. Absolutely. And I think that like I don't know I just think that's really powerful and important. But also I think that just Absolutely. as a story, regardless of the representation, it was just a good story. It was fun. It was fun. It was. I do. Uh, I appreciated that. Like we get like it's we we said this before that it's like very Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. at the beginning and then we get into like once we get into like the partition of it yeah. all and then like learning about the culture it like actually really delves very respectfully and very smartly into that like history and then but it never loses the whimsy it doesn't and yeah it doesn't come off like preachy or like overinflated it feels very like just feels really real mm-hmm. and uh and, and, and then we got to see it kind of come full circle with uh, that kind of like, you know, her storyboarding, the plan for at the, yeah. at the, at the, at the school. Like, we get that moment that... Uh, uh, I that love that her brother scene. shows up. And her brother shows up <laughs> fucking randomly as, as well. <laughs> right. Well, and it was just like, it was so funny because he just shows up and she's like, where are you? Why are, how did you get here? He's like, I used to go to the school. I, I climbed through the I've window. I climbed through that goddamn but, window. But, yeah. Why are you here? Oh, mom said I needed to come watch out for you. Superheroes don't need a chaperone. <laughs> Take that up with mom. <laughs> right? Fine. I guess you can stay because I don't want to argue with mom right now. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, really cute. It's so it's... well done. And it's, it's. I think I read, remember, I remember reading somewhere, it's critically the highest rated yeah. Marvel show. But like criminally under viewed. viewed. Well, and I think that a lot of it, and I think this will be one that picks well, up Well, I've said later. what I think is the reason why it's really underviewed. No, I honestly... Because America is racist. I don't think that that would be... That's the full reason. I think that there are some people who are, you know, narrow-minded and dumb. But I think that... It's a lot of people. Not enough to make it the... Falcon and Winter Soldier rated higher than this, and that one directly tackled racism. Like, blatantly, obviously. That one should have had a dip from all the people if this was the sole reason why people aren't watching it. Because Black Captain America? Yeah, sorry, that's... I think I that, would argue that... Warning. I would I would argue that terrorism... A, a terrorist-looking person would trump that. No, what I think trumped it was the fact that Obi-Wan... I mean that's what I mean. Also, fact that's and true. Yeah, none of it these other directed... shows, none of these shows had direct competition on the same streaming platform. No, absolutely. Yeah, and having also, those two shows compete with each other didn't help. And also, Stranger Things. <laughs> all of the things, the oh. boys, the Stranger Things. The boys, of... I don't think was as directly as as strong as a competition because the people watching the boys and the people who are watching Mar- like Marvel, there's some cross, but like the younger audience 
definitely should not be touching the boys. <laughs> <laughs> so there shouldn't be, like, there's some, but I think stranger things. Because, boy, let me tell you, when I'm at summer camp with all of these children and somebody decides that they want to listen, like, when they start listening to music, every single fucking day are they playing that goddamn Kate Bush song. <laughs> So yeah, the children are watching Stranger Things. So I think there was enough going on to for people to be like, oh, I'm going to watch Obi-Wan. And yes, there's probably some underlying racism because, oh, I'm going to watch the thing about the white guy as opposed to the thing about the brown girl because I know more about the white guy and this brown... Because you also have... It's a new character. She's only been around for like maybe 10 years. That's brand new for a comic book character. Um, yeah, she's brown, so she looks a little bit different. And people are, like, unsure about that kind of stuff. And then also, Obi-Wan was probably one of the highest rated shows on Disney Plus ever. Mm-hmm. So everybody watched that. Nobody was going to They should have if they're going to release them. They need to release them, release them on different days. Disney, release your shit on different days. It makes it easier for your content creators. And it's better for your ratings. Um, but I think with how well Miss Marvel performed as far as critically and the way things are, I think this is going to be one where people are going to go back and watch it and be Hopefully, like, yeah. and be like, oh shit, that show slaps. Um, I think that's what's going to happen because I think it was, it did the overlap of all the things fuck shit up. And I, I hope think people that, do that because it, it's criminal that it doesn't. Well, get apparently as much. it's mandatory viewing to go watch the Marvels. I mean, yeah. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what else do we need to talk about? Du Bois? Du Bois. Du Bois. Um, that show also stuck at Slanting. Oh, yeah. Oh, and really good. Because I know you and Jonathan, I listened to you guys while I was driving home. You're welcome. Woo-hoo! You know what you never do when you're not on the pod? Listen to the episode. I've, I've listened to the last few, yeah. Last few? Mm-hmm. So did you hear about us making fun of the fact that you probably yep. weren't going to listen to it? Yep. I did. You did? I'll... I did. No. Well, you never bring it up. No, I don't. <laughs> That's part of the But fun. I do. You're supposed to bring it up and talk about it. No. That's how we know you're actually listening, and then we'll keep talking shit about you. Okay. So the boys. <laughs> Woohoo! I still don't believe you actually listen to the episodes, but that's You fine. don't have to. And? I thought The Boys was great. What about The Boys did you like, GJ? I liked... Uh, let's see if I could... If memory... Um, memory... Uh, I'm trying to... Maeve did things. Uh, they. Maeve lost her powers. Maeve lost her powers because she, she got soldier boyed. <laughs> she she, he Superman that hoe. He he Superman that hoe. He Superman a lot of hoes. <laughs> um oh like the kid comes back and oh god the, I now I'm remembering the ending and the ending makes me scared. <laughs> this is real life. Right? It's like, it's like, oh, this is really hitting close to home right now. This is really scary. No, um. Just having, like, his fan base just, like, 
totally be okay if they just like murdered a guy and they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Well, I mean, it is, <laughs> well, I mean, it is one of those things is that you see in politics where, like, you see somebody go after like. Me, as a, surprise, surprise, <laughs> uh, radically democratic, social, left-wing. What? I know. News. What? But it's also, like, those things, like, when people were, like, didn't like Donald Trump because reasons. <laughs> uh, but people were, like, fuck his kid. And I was, like, what the fuck did his kid do to you? He's not running the country. Leave his fucking kid alone. That's that was, dumb. That was weird that yeah. people were like going in on Baron. Yeah, you're like, leave the fucking kid alone. And so like at the end of this episode, you have like, uh, he like brings out his kid and you're like, oh, Ryan, do better. Make better choices. But you're confused right? because the life, your life sucks and I'm sorry. And I get that. That's a lot of trauma to go yeah. through. But then like some guy like throws like, like a bottle or something and it hits the kid. It hits the kid. Yeah. And you're like, Whoa. Like, what the fuck? Why you gotta be a dick? Yeah, like, don't don't bring the kids involved. Like, the kids have nothing to do with this. And then, of course, Homelander takes it too far and is like lasers, like just laser beams his head into his floaty explode. Oh yeah, to smithereens. And then mother milk, mother's milk's ex-wife's new husband. Although I don't know what the status of their marriage is because she was pissed that. He, he took her to a, his, her daughter to a Homelander rally, but regardless, he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then all of a sudden everybody else starts screaming and they're like, yeah, fuck that guy up, fuck that guy, and you're like, no, no just no. no, and he like that guy was wrong. No, that was that guy was wrong, wrong. but That's that wrong. was also very wrong, but more wrong. And, and, and then wasn't he's, there like a little smirk on his face? Like oh, they, and the kid, yeah. Oh, and God. so it kind of like zooms in on on Ryan afterwards. He's like hearing all these people cheer and shout, and and he's like, and he's yeah. like, starting to get a little like love junk on the power. And you're like, no, no, Ryan, please, yeah. no. Was, that's heart wrenching to see that. You're like, oh no, yeah. I understand that you've gone through all this trauma, and he is technically your father. The whole father father son relationships in this. Very similar to how like mother daughter relationships were mirrored in Miss Marvel. Yeah, you see a lot of that in the boys. Except for way more fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Supremely fucked up. Okay, so question. So when Maeve and Homelander were fighting, and she sticks like this metal, like I thought it was like a metal straw, but it was like some metal tubing or something, into his ear, and then you hear like everything go. Did you think that that actually might have done some real brain damage, and then all of a sudden it didn't seem to be a thing? Because that bothered me. I, the way I took it is that, like, oh, she fucked up his hearing for a moment. I don't think that... Oh, like she broke an eardrum? Yeah, that's how I thought. Oh, I thought it was... Oh, because that went in pretty far, so it was like, did she, like, hit a little brain and maybe he's gonna... (laughs) Maybe he'll be, like, a little fucked up? More so than normal? Because, like, that, the sound, like, that that high ringing sound, that's that's very typical of, like, when a flashbang goes off and, like, it disorients, like, the person's, like, hearing or, like, hearing a gunshot really close. That's how I thought. I was like, oh, she fucked up his hearing for a moment because she shoved it in his ear. Yeah, it was just one of those things, like, the way, and, like, it was just, like, I just went, huh, I expected that to last longer than it did anything that it was doing because I was like 
oh fuck, she like figured out a way to really fuck him up because she got the brain. And then it wasn't. Um, also, I want to talk about Black Noir because I love his little, like, that scene from, it was the previous episode, you guys talked about it, but where he's sitting there in, like, the little pizza place mm-hmm. and he, like, he's, all of these, like, animals are, like, talking to him and then, like, all of a sudden, like, it pans out and all the animals are gone and he's just sitting there looking at a wall and you're like, oh, he crazy, crazy. He, 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 he. I think he has the brain damage. <laughs> He's got the brain damage. Well, because his brain is caved in. Because he has because, very little of it left. Yeah, his brain caved in <laughs> from when Soldier Boy, like, beat the shit out of it. But, like, like I just thought, like, the framework for that. I was like, oh, that's really good. That's really good, the way they did that. And then to have it come to back. To have it come back and it's, and like, have that be so how his, sad. How, how, like... You see the reflection on his mask of the animals as they back away, was and then it you Buster know. Buster Beaver is that was that character that cartoon's name was it Buster Beaver? Uh, maybe Baxter I don't know. Beaver, something like that. It was a beaver. I don't Some know, but the beaver, beaver like slowly like backs away, away, and then when it completely disappears, you're like, and then he's dead. Now he's dead. Um. The what else is fascinating about this? Um. I love that Starlight officially quit, quit, and like threw her things away. Right down the trash chute. And yeah. she's now one of the boys. She is the boys. And uh, oh yeah, Kimiko gets her gets her powers back. Kimiko gets her powers back. Yeah, because she's like, I want to say, I want to protect my. F- oh my god, Kimiko and Frenchie's relationship is so goddamn cute. It was very sweet. So sweet, because she's like, you're my family. I want to protect you, and he's like, fuck yeah. I want to protect you too. I want. I love the fact that we've talked about the boys about probably four weeks in a row, and you always bring it down to. I love Kimiko. I love Kimiko and Frenchie's relationship is so sweet. Um, because uh, there's a lot on that show that's like pretty intense, and like to have this like really like wholesome beacon in amongst the shitstorm that's happening is so poignant to be like even in like the utter fuckery that's happening like yeah. these two can find a connection no I think it is it's beautiful and it's lovely and, and looks like Linda Evangelista <laughs> right you're a super <laughs> <laughs> but um, no it's it's no it's really good and I really like I feel things I cry um, I butcher, butcher's dying I mean, we we kind of already knew that going into the uh, the episode, but no, he really died. Like though. he like hell. No, like he has a diagnosis now. He has like a few months. The doctors are like, yeah, you are not gonna, you're not gonna last very long. But he don't care. But I'm wondering if then if the solution is either let his character die as we hit like the end of them hitting an end mark, or does he get some real V? Because we know Maybe, Starlight right? knows where it is, mm-hmm. and she got she got it for Kimiko. Does she get actual V, and we see if it works on Butcher? Does he fully become what he's what he hates? What he hates. I don't know if they would go that route. It would depend on what like story arc yeah. ends up happening in this last season, and then maybe we can get to that point where he like, he, I don't know, he somehow like 
his mind gets changed about like the the necessity like there's because the, one of the themes of this show is like the dubiousness of like these superheroes and are they actually really yeah. superheroes like or are they just like fucked up people that are unchecked with all these powers and if he can somehow if, if there's a way that he can like make that change where he's like can see the benefits of having you know uh, you know the 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 cliched like good guys uh, you know good guys ha- uh, have the what's the fucking phrase like uh, conservative people say it all the time when it comes to gun gun control uh, like a good guy with a gun or something like guns don't kill people people kill no it's people. not that it's something about like that that's why they want like open carry things because they, they want to have like good people with guns in places so that when bad people have the guns they can have good people with guns to stop them so like they kind of have that like if he can get to a point where he can see the benefits of a superhero with the correct like mindset and truly being for the protection of the people. I don't know. It's a whole it would be interesting to see if that was the take. I was con- I was honestly I'm a little conflicted that they kept Maeve alive. I'm okay with it because it allows to see the growth of Maeve and it allows to see the that. growth of Ashley. Because Ashley defeat, deleted the footage of her escaping. Yeah, I get that and for sure. I think that because we've seen that Soldier Boy's power like that doesn't necessarily kill you. It just makes you lose your power, and then you're able to be killed. And I think that for it to be that kind of explosion, it'd be weird for her to just be dead. After that. I was kind of I was kind of waiting for her because I felt like that her story pretty did pretty much did come to completion. Well, yeah, and so I think that her being able to go off and I don't we're not going to see her again, and I think that yeah. and I'm fine with that because she's going off to run off with her girlfriend, and uh, Ashley defe- deleted the footage that they saw of her escaping and being alive, and I think that it's going to be as far as Homelander is concerned, Babe died. As far as anybody yeah. else's, as far as Vought's concerned, Maeve died. As far as anybody else is concerned, with the exception of Annie and whoever help, whoever else was a part of that rescue, Maeve died. And in universe, they they played the thing. Maeve is dead. And I think I think that that was a good fitting ending for her to be able to just go be a person because yeah. that's what she wanted. That's fair. And I, I think mean... that even though you know, she's missing an eyeball and isn't as strong or as able-bodied as she once was. She still gets the happy ending. Yeah, I think for me, I think that, like, I would have been okay if that was her end, where she, like, sacrificed herself to, for the the greater good and to to kind of um, allow the the rest of them to truly find a way to get Homelander. Um, I do feel a little bit like they just wanted to tie that into a, up into a nice bow, and I, I'm and I'm like I don't know if I necessarily needed that. I get because I, I I think that Ashley could have you could have seen that thing with Ashley deleting the the thing with or without Maeve being alive, but f- at least for me I was like I think that it would have been cool if that that was her like her exit was like that grand gesture of her sacrifice. 
Yeah, but I think at the end of the day, we need to still be able to have a little bit of hope for these characters. And if Maeve dies, you you were still you you don't get the hope as much as you do with oh my god. Well, at least Maeve made it out. Maybe some some of these other people can, and maybe it's oh well because these powers are eliminating your like uh soldier boy's power because he's still alive and he's still on ice he they put him back on ice so his powers are still able to level out people's powers maybe we can figure out how to harness that and utilize it because it didn't kill Maeve and so maybe we're able to level out Homelander's powers and then put him on trial as opposed to just killing him or I mean or Butcher survived they could have done the same with Kimiko. Yeah, but you don't get any hope. I I got hope. I was still hopeful. You don't know because she came back alive, so you don't know if you would have been hopeful at the end. I can, I can, can, I can, I can predict how I can feel based on information. Are you sure you're illiterate? I can feel emotions. I don't have to read about them. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't feel emotions. That's your whole point. I can feel I feel emotions. You just don't get to see it on my face. No, your heart's stone. We talk about this constantly. Uh huh. Because that's what I say. Is it because you don't know how words work? I'm illiterate. Remember. <laughs> no, but I I'm fine with Maeve staying alive. I think it offers hope. I get it. Yeah. And, and it offers hope, and you don't get that moment with Ashley because there's nothing to delete if Maeve's dead. And we needed this, I think, to to know that there's still some humanity left in Ashley is important for the future of Vought because otherwise we don't we don't have again hope oh there is still a little bit of humanity left in Ashley even though she's been a nightmare lately. her character is wild and her, I think that is... I think that she needs a little bit of humanization and that brought that I think Maeve gets to go have a happy ending, which nobody in this fucking show gets. So please let somebody have a happy ending for a Kimiko little bit. Is gonna, Kimiko and Frenchie are going to get a happy ending. I love that you believe that. Yeah. I believe that. Good. Yeah. I love that for you. I love it for me too. <laughs> See, all of them are sweeter when they die. One of them's going to die. This just has to happen. And I, I don't want it to happen, but it's going to. Um... Can we talk about Thor now? Yeah, let's talk about Thor. Let's talk about Thor, baby. What's great is that you and I have not at all talked about Thor. Correct, yeah. Uh, for me, this was totally fine. It, I thought it was totally fine. It was a movie that I saw that I didn't hate. It was, yeah. I told the students earlier this week, it's aggressively fine. Aggressively okay. What, like, the only thing that makes me mad about this movie is that it was so close to being a really good movie. It had, like, uh, I really liked Christian Bale's character. I wish we honestly saw him a lot more. Cause I wish was... he killed some people on screen. <laughs> Instead of that, like, weird worm thing yeah. that he, like, decapitates. I heard, I don't remember who said it, but what would have been really cool is if we see the start, because the, the opening of this movie was great. Of, oh, of, him, of war like with, his with his daughter and they're dying and they're praying and they fact, that was Chris Hemsworth's daughter everybody knew that I didn't know that because I'm illiterate 
You missed that article I read about it. But, and so, like, but Gore, and he's there, and his daughter dies, and mm. it's tragic, and then he goes, and he gets the Necrosword, and starts killing people. He's like, fuck the gods, the gods fucked me. All, all gods must die, and all you're like, must die. You're like mm. you go, Voldy. Go, go, Voldemort with the nose. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely at one point when he takes off, even the in the trailer, hood. when he takes off the, 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 the little hood, I'd like, every time in my head, i go, Harry Potter. <laughs> For the Come. thunder god that Come lives. To die. <laughs> the boy who lives comes to die. Um, it's very that. But uh Absolutely. But like so we have this like this really great moment and what would have been really cool is if we find out that that took place like a while ago, a long while ago, and it's been years since that moment. And Gore is this legend among the gods. He's this myth of the god butcher, and he's slowly making his way through to like kill the people, like kills all the gods. Kills the gods, and like is coming through. And then it's really like what gets on Thor's radar is that he's getting closer, and he's like, and this is the myth, and that's why he has to leave the guardians because he needs to be able to get to places that the guardians can't get to. I do think that the Jane Foster cancer line was taken very was handled very well. The people on the internet who said that the cancer plot line was not handled well, I think they're dumb. What do you mean by not handled well? That was insensitive. In what way? That uh, people made light of it and that it should have come with the trigger warning. How was it made light of? I don't know. The internet's stupid. I was perfectly fine. I thought it was really poignant to have, like, that. And, and isn't that, like, a pretty big, like, thing for Mighty Thor? Like, yes, that, that's how she, like, the, that's, that's directly from the comics. Yeah, that's Is that she has comics. cancer. Yeah. And that every time she wields Mjolnir, um, it, yeah, like, it cancels out her Like, her, her body's chemo. like, oh, yeah. No, it cancels out her chemo, chemo. and she gets sicker every time Got she it. uses it. And so that's what it is, is that it yeah. drains the chemo from her body. Yeah. Um, I thought that it was handled very well. There's a lot of things, especially thinking back, that I'm like, oh, I like this more on thought than I did actually watching the I think movie. that's what my biggest issue is, that it's like, a lot of the ideas here are great. It's just that, like, the execution is kind of funky. Okay, and so, remember how when Thor Ragnarok came out and everybody was like, this, the tone shifts are too weird? Right. I didn't have that problem with Ragnarok. No, not- I had that problem with this movie. I didn't have it with either. Oh, this movie, I did. I had the problem with the tonal shifts because, and it wasn't, like, it never had to do with anything, like, with, like, the cancer line or anything like that. I think there was, like, the tonal shifts of, where is it? Um, because, like, I thought Christian Bale was a great job as Gore, I think the things surrounding him made him seem less scary. And I was disappointed by the fact that he didn't terrify me the whole time. I, was, I thought he was pretty scary. Um, and I think part of it was just tonally. And I think and it wasn't a huge thing. I just needed a slight, like, I just needed the, 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 the funny to dial back, like, a notch and a half. Just, right. Like, it wasn't like, oh, we need to crank that sucker out. It needs to be a serious movie of Marvel. No. No, it Still doesn't. be funny. No. Still be lighthearted. Help me not cry the whole time. 
but the balance was just it was instead of being like this fun little thing where the scales go back and forth it felt like like the the funny scale like pushed down a lot and i think that that like that imbalance caused problems also the guardians of the galaxy they weren't really in the movie and i was like why are they in this movie that could have been a short they released where Thor's hanging out with them, loses his weight, and comes back. Mm-hmm. And boom. This movie needed about 20 more minutes. It was really short. It needed like 20 to 30 more minutes. It needed to like have some room to kind of really flesh out some of those. And because like, another thing that I felt was weird was like some of the pacing was kind of odd. Like I felt like... Maybe that's what I meant by some of the funny because I think that... the. Maybe that that's part of like the the, the tonal things. Because comedy, a, part, a lot of t- a lot of things is. that make is timing. A lot of comedy is timing. So having it being so compact yeah. and having the funny be because I don't know if it's necessarily like the funny was amped up this time around. I just think it was just like so compact and in such a like it, like I felt like the there was a lot of like a weird kind of exposition dump in the beginning that felt like a little miss miss like mispaced and like okay. there was a moment where like it was like right after uh Gorget's Stormbreaker and by the way uh Stormbreaker is such a jealous little bitch and I love it. Oh, I was here for so, every so, time so every time Stormbreaker like pops, pops into, into the scene. frame. <laughs> that that was great. The Stormbreaker so and the goats. I was here for. It <laughs> but was like, there was a moment cool. where like Gore gets the Stormbreaker and like sends him off. Yeah. To like New Asgard or something, and uh, we see Jane Foster, uh, Jane Fonda or Jodie Foster or mm-hmm. Jane Foster, whoever her name is, <laughs> and um, he they have like their moment, and then he's like, "Well, gotta go, gotta take this thunderbolt and go to Gore." I was like, "Oh, this feel like it felt like." Yeah. It didn't have enough time to, like, linger in that moment to make that impact of her, like, him finding out that, like, she's dying, really, like, legit dying to, like... Oh, yeah. No, like, that's where it needed a little bit of time to breathe. But I also think that part of it, like, I think, as you were talking, I was like, the script, I think, would have... What it needed is to be pulled into sections and reordered a little bit. I think for, like, part of the beginning. Because we start off so strong... And then we have this whole, like, side bit with the Guardians that nobody cared about because it had nothing to do with this movie. No, not really. Except for Peter Quill being able to say, love more people. Sure. Yeah. And then they're like, and we're off to Guardians Volume 3 and a Good Christmas night. special. Um, I think that they either needed to be able to come back or they needed to make more sense. And I think them being because while I enjoyed starting with the seriousness tone of the gore I think we should have started with like a pre-title card (laughs) of the guardians Mm. and like a montage and then we get them the fuck out of here get them out of this movie they don't need to be here anymore Mm. Uh, I mean because I get why like the, the purpose of it is to show that gods don't care and Thor is like messy and he, like, damages shit while he's fixing things because he doesn't really care. Right. Um, and, like, and I get that, but that, again, could have been established beforehand and we get this really funny, silly scene. And then we get the serious scene of we seeing Gore praying to this god who's not responding. And then he meets this god and he's like... Fuck you, die. 
Well, like, he meets the god, and he's like, oh, I'm your last disciple. My daughter died. I've been praying for you. Oh, to come help us. And he's like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm having I, a party. I'm having a party. I can easily replace you. Yeah. I can get way. I can get more worshippers anytime. And so then we have the establishment of oh, we see the silliness of what happens when gods don't pay attention, and then it's immediately followed by the seriousness of it because they think it loses impact when it's flipped. Perhaps, and I think yeah. it would have helped the story flow a little bit better. Like I said, and we'd also get the guardians fuck out of there faster. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Marvel should call me. I could fix their movies. Marvel, the boys. I'm fixing shit left and right. Miss Marvel. <laughs> Obi-Wan. Should have been, consul- been consulting. Call me. You have great ideas. I just want to come through and just fix it. <laughs> fix it just a little bit to make it a little bit better. Yeah. Because I think overall it was a fun movie. It was fun, yeah. I don't, th- I don't think it needed to be any more... I don't think I needed it to be any more than just that. Just like a fun little romp. And that's, that's kind of what we got. Um, I think it just it could have been a better fun romp. There's always, you can always make things better, for sure. Yeah, I think it just, it just needed to be a little bit better. But, like, at the end of the day, like, did I hate that movie? No. Did I love that movie? No. Did I enjoy my time while I was watching that movie? Yeah. Uh, I love the fact that uh, Korg's husband is a a literal rock named Dwayne. <laughs> so that stupid. tickled me, and I, was, I literally in in the theater was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> as he said that, as he was like holding hands with this Dwayne the Rock, I was like, "This is silly, so silly, it's so good." Um, no, and I liked that we're able to see. Because we got, like, hints of the fact that the reason why Jane and Thor broke up was because Thor wasn't ready to have kids. And then he takes on, like, the ability to have, like, takes on a child. He takes on a child at the end, yeah. And I think that was cute. I think... I think it was fun. I'm glad I saw it. I kind of want to go see it again so I can kind of re... Now that I've sat with it for, like, a week or so... I'd like to decide if further feelings on it. But overall, at the end of the day, I'm like, go see it. It was fun. Yeah. Once it goes, <laughs> I'll probably see it again when it's streaming or something. Yeah. When it's, when they release it eventually to Disney Plus. Oh, um, can we talk about the post credit scene? Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Because there's two of them. So we got Hercules, So um, who is supposed to be a major... Uh, like uh, words are hard at midnight uh, like he's like a combatant to Thor like they they don't get along so I love that we get Hercules um, and I love that they're just straight up like mm, Zeus ain't dead <laughs> you, you can't kill Russell Crowe that easily no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> because if it were that easy to kill him his singing career would have done it ages ago right but um, but I like that we're getting Hercules, and I thought that was great. But the scene I was talking about was Jane getting into Valhalla. Valhalla and Heimdall, saying and the fact that girl. the fact that they actually got Idris Elba to come back in and do this scene is mind blowing to me because <laughs> Idris Elba I did not think would ever set foot back on a Marvel set, but I think because it was such a sweet little 
a little, little cappy cap. Mm-hmm. Um, but her getting into Valhalla, I thought that was just so sweet of her being able to be like. Maybe she can say hi to Sylph's arm. <laughs> no, but oh my god, um, I was I was listening to somebody I don't remember anymore, but they're like, oh, how I took it was that because it wasn't just that Jane died in battle with you know trying to defeat Gore, it was that she died in battle defeating cancer. Yeah. And I, my brain didn't go there immediately. <laughs> and I was like, that's so sweet and poignant. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not the little battlefield. It's her it's battle her, with cancer. Her, her struggle with her battle with cancer. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm dumb. <laughs> See, this is why they make the big bucks. And I'm just sitting here talking to a computer screen. <laughs> but I thought that was really poignant and wonderful. Um. But already there are theories speculating that Jane's gonna, what cut off right there is like, is it cut off with her getting ready to be able to walk into Valhalla and for her to turn around and say no, mm. and be try to be sent back to get back to Thor. Sure, sure, sure. Well, a part of me is like, ooh, I would love to see more swole Jane Foster. The other part of me is like, no, I don't like that for her character development. She doesn't get a happy ending. Or no, her happy ending is in in Valhalla. She doesn't get a happy ending with Thor. Although, it doesn't look like Korg wanted to get a happy ending from Thor. (laughs) Korg wants lots of happy endings. (laughs) But, that was the movie. Blakey Bake? Bring back my Blake. Blake Blake. Oh my god, I cannot with the housing market right now, Joanna. Have I not told you about Capital Realty Center? Oh, the premier realty group that supported and succeeded throughout the California landscape? Now I remember. If that's what you're looking for, call Kathy Johnson at 916-606-0687 to win that next bid. That's Kathy Johnson with Capital Realty Center at 916-606-0687. License number 0202-1378. We're back and we're back. And we're back and back and back. Hi. Let's talk about things coming up. Things coming up. Um, so Rob Zombie's doing the Munsters. Where I was aware that this was coming. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the trailer mm-hmm. and went, what in the homemade video? Right. This felt like somebody who was like, hey, my mom got me a really good camera for Christmas. Let's make a trailer. And then that trailer went on for like hours, it felt like. (laughs) I... and the whole premise is like what it's their like their story that the, of them the, getting together. Yeah, it's the right? monsters before the TV show. <clears throat> um, and I'm like, okay, cool. We love a good like origin story prequel, whatever. But like, it's one thing to be like campy. It's another thing just to be like absurd. Yeah, just it's like absurdly bad. Absurdly <laughs> campy. Like it was like. You have campy, and then you have like cheesy campy, and then you have so just like poorly made campy. 
Just like a poor job. Sorry, Rob Zombie, but no. Well, and I usually like the stuff that Rob Zombie does, so I'm very confused by this. And I'm wondering if this is just like the trailer and the movie is going to be completely different. Maybe. And they're just like, we're trying to hit nostalgia and we fucked up. Sorry, friends. Um, but it's a thing that's coming out. Would it and... be a gag if it, like the the actual movie was like a like a straight up like monster horror film and and like the I would the trailer. Love that. That would be so great, right? And the trailer was just like a huge like misdirect from from him to be like, huh. We're going to lean into, like, the campy Munsters old aesthetic, but, like, actually this is going to be, like, But all of a sudden you're like, but it's rated R. But it's rated R and all the blood and guts. And everybody's like, how the fuck is this rated R? And then you're like, that's why. That's why. Go back to bed. (laughs) Right, exactly. Oh, this is a Rob Zombie movie. I forgot. But, I mean. I'd be here for that. But, I don't know. As of right now, I mean, maybe I'll watch it. I did enjoy, like, I watched a little bit of the Munsters growing up, but not a whole lot. I didn't even know that the Agatha Harkness song was, was a the parody song? of the Munster song. Oh, you didn't realize that? Well, I know now, but like when it first happened, I was like, oh, cool. It was I, Agatha all along. Yeah, I know nothing of the Munsters. Oh. I confuse them constantly with like the, the Adams, Adams family. family. Yeah. I mean, same vibe, different show. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was just like, Adams Family was on the radar and the Munsters never were. Interesting. Yeah. But, I don't know. I may or may not watch this. We'll see. I, yeah. It, I mean, you'll probably definitely not. But unless I, it's a horror movie. Yeah, maybe if it's like a crazy horror movie all of a sudden, then I'd be like, okay, I'm down. But, like, this is weird. Um, what else is coming up? Uh, well, that's coming up in, uh, later this in September. So if you want to avoid Rob Zombie's <laughs> The Monsters, don't go did. see it in September. Cool. But, oh, yeah, but it's a movie, not a TV show. Yeah, it's a movie. Um, Amsterdam. I saw this theater, uh, this trailer in the theaters before Thor. Me too. And I was like, I'm kind of down for this like ensemble cast happening. Yeah, I was. I did the same thing. I was like, well, this looks fun. And, and then there's an article. The first thing I see is why everybody hates this. <laughs> nobody wants this. Nobody asked for this. And I was like, hi. Right? Me, I I will go see and this movie. I will say, from my knowledge, from my understanding, this is a pretty much essentially like an original like this. I don't know if this was like a previous book, or like uh like this is like something new, new. <laughs> that ha- that is like has been written and this and is put on the screen. Like it's not like another nostalgia bomb reboot or like it's not another I mean we just talked at length about another superhero movie but like it's not another another superhero movie it's like something like new that came out of Hollywood I'm like oh what's What's this what's this this? and uh, I don't even mind that Taylor Swift is in this sure throw that bitch in there yeah why not (laughs) why the fuck not right I mean, she's not a terrible actress. She's I mean, just been in terrible things. I mean, the only other thing I saw her in was The Giver, and that movie was kind of a hot garbage, but... No, you forgot about the fever dream that was Cats. Oh, my God. I did forget the fever dream that was Cats. She was definitely in there, and they definitely, definitely gave her boobs. They definitely gave that cat titties. <laughs> they gave her boobs. Boobs that were bigger than Taylor Swift's natural boobs. Actual boobs. They made that cat sexy. And then Why? she was also in, I want to say, like, Valentine's Day. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. One of those weird ensemble movies that was not a good idea. Oh, it was like that weird ensemble rom-com film? 
They were like, do, it was like a trend for a while because they also had like New Year's. There's the New Year's, Year's one, one yeah, yeah, that's the one I would remember. I was gonna say, I remember seeing the New Year's one and I was like, oh, I don't need to see this at Valentine's Day. Yeah, it was like all those, <laughs> remember all those like parody, like epic movies, scary movies, yeah. like, date movies. That was for the, a long this time. was like the legit one. <laughs> this is <laughs> right. the one that they made for realsies. Yeah. I think it was that they made those because uh, Love Actually was a really good movie mm. and people are like let's do that let's again do that five with, times with all of the holidays every single holiday and so they're like we'll make one about new year's let's make one about valentine's let's day let's make one about valentine's because people love it when we do this and let's people do... are like no we loved it when he did it in love actually well, let's do one for saint patrick's day <laughs> everybody wears green joy <laughs> Nah. But, but yeah, I'm, I don't I'm know. This movie looks fun. Yeah, like it's like murder mystery kind of thingy. I think it's some sort of mystery, like the, mystery yeah, thing. some sort of mystery, and they're it, trying to figure out who killed just, some dude. Yeah, stuff. Which yeah, I don't know. It's something to do in early November. Yeah, we'll go for your birthday. Woohoo! We'll go. We'll see that for your birthday, and we'll skip the monsters. We'll for skip mine. the monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, oh, uh, Strange World. Strange World. It's coming out Thanksgiving. Some, it, this is a... Disney. Disney animated film. Yes. Because I, I was like, Pixar? No, I think it's Disney. Strange World Disney. Coming out uh, right around Thanksgiving. And, and we know nothing about it except for it looks pretty. It looks pretty and some weird-ass alien Things. creatures. Yeah. Stuff. I'm like, okay. I'm here for it. Sure. We'll probably hear more about it in September during D23. Yeah, I don't really remember any real details of the plot from the trailer that I can think of. There's no details. Yeah, it's just like, oh, look at all the pretty aliens. Well, and it was also (laughs) like, it was, because it was like a, like a 1950s or 1940s, like, TV Shaky like oh sure yeah yeah radio uh, it's like those like old timey commercial yeah. type things yeah yeah things and stuff but um, I don't know it looks pretty and it's made by Disney so I'll probably go see I it probably see it um you'll see it whether you want to or not because yeah, Shane wants to see it no, probably 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 and then. Oh yeah, Owen Wilson's making an Iron Man movie. <laughs> because Paramount but with Plus, kids. yeah, with, but with, but with kids, but with the children's. And so I watched the entire movie in the two and a half minute trailer. Mm-hmm. And I went, I love this for Paramount Plus. <laughs> right, Paramount was like, I could do a superhero movie too. Watch me go. You're and, like, okay, cool, sure, you know fine. It's very Iron Man meets Spy Kids. It's very Iron Man meets Spy Kids. Um, and sure, I guess I wanted Owen Wilson to be like a Tony Stark esque, except for not as rich, not as rich, yeah, not as rich and with not children, as, not as charming, <laughs> and with children, and with the children. I was like, all right, well, we let him have his superhero moment here, so now Good get back you. to Loki. Yeah, get, yeah, get back to Loki. Go we, hang out with Tom Hiddleston. Go, go hang out with Tom Hiddleston. Work out some stuff because you guys got some talking to do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll we'll let you have the secret headquarters. Your coming out in August. Coming out in yeah, fairly soon. And so like you work, do that, and then go back to more important things. If I get bored, and it's like and one it's of those on... things that pops up on my, because I use Paramount Plus to watch All Stars, Drag Race All Stars, and I use my Paramount Plus to watch Big Brother. 
because they yes. don't have regular television. So I'll watch Big Brother. CBS is and CBS so, shows. which also I'm drastically behind. I've been busy. I've watched one episode I've of been Big Brother. Busy. Okay. <laughs> I was sleeping. As oh, you fell asleep. <laughs> All I hear in the voice is, "Could you imagine a libation with citrus? With citrus? Oh <laughs> my gosh." Oh, God. All right. It's, you can tell it's getting late because we're getting crazy. Yeah. Let's outro this bitch. <laughs> but. Yeah. That's that's an Owen Wilson thing that's, that's happening thing. I'll, in I'll, August. I'll watch it in between episodes of Big Brother. Right. But we've come to the end, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Nobody Asked Our Opinion podcast. You can send us an email with any and all of your goddamn opinions at oh, Nobody Asked Our Opinion. Spicy. <laughs> nobody Asked Our Opinion at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagrams and the TikToks at Nobody Asked Your Our Opinion. Because it's not your opinion, it's ours, goddamn. It's it. our opinion. You can watch me post drag queen videos. <laughs> yes. You can listen to us on the YouTube at. Uh, oh, fuck it. I hate the fact that I just said the YouTube. Go home, uh, boomer. Go home, boomer. Uh, but follow us on YouTube, watch us on YouTube, or listen to us, rather, because I don't think there's a video component. There really. ain't no fucking video yeah. on YouTube. Oh, uh, no, there's one video. You can watch the one video of that I compiled of Raja Thesis. You're welcome. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a video editor now. Whoa. Go watch my video and comment about how bad it is. Uh, you can follow Joanna at... Joey Snow 2006 You can follow me at Pianoman underscore zero five. Please give some love to Jonathan, our producer at Jelly Sound. Uh, also, how about you give us a rating and a review and tell your friends that we're pretty cool people and make tell us Tell your kids, tell your wife, tell your kids, tell your wife. Call back. That's a throwback. Woohoo. Back when Vine was cool. I actually really enjoyed Vine. Oh, the good old days. Those were the days. Right? Free Shavakadu. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) What are those? What are those? Damn, Daniel. (laughs) Jeffrey? You're not Jeffrey. Jeffrey. I do. My car's named Jeffrey. I know. (laughs) Okay, bye. Okay, bye. This was a theme.